When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. and welcome to the Talk Republic. Today is episode 51 and I am super excited because yesterday was Christmas and it was amazing. I hope that you had a fantastic time with your loved ones, with your families. I hope that you ate a lot of delicious food, that you play with your children, nieces and nephews, and that you had a really a great time with your family. And today is, you know, I, I was inspired and I wanted to share with you this topic, which is how to set your goals and smash them. Uh, we only have a couple of days left of this 2018. So I think this week is for me, I, I can only speak for myself. For me, this is the week when I start preparing for 2019. This is the week that I, you know, set my goals, clean whatever needs to be clean, organize my business. So 2019, you know, it's ready and we can start, you know, with the right energy and with the direction where I want to go with my business. So as I mentioned today, we're going to talk about goal settings and how to smash them. But before we get to that, I want to tell you that Part of setting goals for myself was, you know, creating this platform, which is the Talk Republic podcast. We have the Facebook group, but I am taking it a little bit deeper, a little bit farther. And now I created a Patreon account. If you have never heard of Patreon, it is a pretty cool concept. It is a website where a lot of people are creating content, kind of like YouTube per se. But these websites or these channels are private and you do have to pay to see the content of each channel now. I can only speak for my experience and my channel. So the reason why I created this is because sometimes in the podcast, we cover a topic that needs a little bit more detail or a visual for you to exactly understand what we're talking about. Or I come up with so many ideas or, you know, branding, marketing and blogging concepts that I want to share with all of you that I thought this was going to be great for this. Now it is, as I said, it's a paid membership, but the price is very affordable. As of today, December 26, I have two tiers. So it means two levels of payment. Level number one, which is called funding member. If you pay $5 a month, this is a month. Okay. How cheap is that? That's cheaper than that coffee you drink every day from your coffee shop. You get access to all the content that I upload bi-weekly to the platform. So far, actually, I, I started the channel last week and so far I've added two videos. So already great content in there. 
you can access all those videos for $5 a month. So imagine, let's take this all the way to the end of the year. Let's say that I start uploading videos bi-weekly. That will be like over 20 videos a year that you can access at any time, anywhere for $5 a month. That is crazy cheap. If you don't jump on this wagon right now, you're gonna miss out. Now, as I said, those are for funding members. Those are gonna be only the 10 first people that support Patreon. After those 10 uh, spots are sold out, the next tier is gonna be $10 a month. It's still super affordable, super affordable. That's less money than what you eat out. And this is for your business. These are things that I'm gonna share for your business. But right now, you guys have listened to plenty of podcast episodes that I have put out, so far 51. So you know that I'm gonna give you your good content. You know that I'm gonna give you something that you can really use for your business, that you can apply, that is gonna help you grow. So it is really a small investment. So just leaving it out there for you. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash The Talk Republic. Go check it out. All right, guys. So let's dive in into today's topic, which is how to create goals for your business or I guess your personal life and smash them. I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that I used to be so afraid of creating goals it used to like just the thought of it used to like make me uncomfortable I'm like I don't want to do this it's stupid I just don't want to do it and I lived my life like that actually for years I'm gonna be actually very very honest with you last year was the very first year in my business I've been in business for 10 years and last year was the very first time ever that I sat down, write down, wrote down my goals and had a plan to make them happen. Now you might think, okay, Carolina, you never wrote any goals and now you wrote them and now you're doing a podcast about it. Yes, because I want you like, if you were like me or if you are like me and you are afraid of writing down goals or you think it's stupid or you avoid writing goals, or you think that you're doing great and you don't need to write down goals, I want to give you some information that perhaps is going to change your mind, that is going to give you a better understanding of why goals are so important. Now, I didn't get here by a miracle, to be quite honest with you. It's not like one day I was like, oh, I'm just going to write my goals and it's going to happen. No, I did take a couple of classes on how to set up goals. I did read a lot of books. So pretty much 2017, I did all this work, right? In 2017, I'm like, this needs to change. This is not like I need to set goals. I follow all these successful people and they talk about goals. I need to implement this. So 2017 was like my homework year. I did all the homework. I attended these classes. I did all the things that I needed to do. And in 2018, it was like my tryout year. I'm like, okay, I have my goals. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to see how it goes. It's almost the end of 2018 and I loved it. I am so happy that I set up my goals. My goals got achieved. There was so much room for improvement, of course, but I am on the right path and I want to share this with you because it's important. Now, why it's so important? I did my business for nine years without writing down goals. And I want you to understand this. There's a difference between thinking about your goals and a difference between writing down your goals and committing to them. 
For nine years, I had a successful business. It was good. Every year was growing. But to be quite honest, it was, you know, it was very organic. Mercedes was like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, the moon and the stars and the universe will provide. It was like a very hippie approach. And in 2018, I continue having kind of like that energy, you know, that the universe will provide. But I had a plan. I'm like, I'm going out there and get what I want from the universe. I am going to show up, do the work that I need to do, and things are going to change. My business is going to grow because I have a plan. And when you have a plan, you know where you're going. This is the same as like going on a car to a destination that you don't know. Sure, you can just, you know, let the stars guide you. Good luck with that. Maybe you get there in eight hours and it only was supposed to take you an hour. Or you can just put your GPS and follow a plan. So that's exactly what I did. So I know the topic of setting goals could be intimidating. You'd be like, I don't know where to start. This is difficult. I want you to think of this as a fun activity. I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to stress about it should be fun. Your business should be fun. If you're not having fun with your business, we need to reevaluate that. So the first thing that I want you to do is think about a word. It's going to be the word of your year. Think about it. What what word is it going to be? Is it going to be perhaps motivation? Is it going to be networking? Is it going to be cultivate? Is it going to be leadership? Is it going to be, I don't know, there's so many words, but you know, what is that word that you feel like That word is going to lead me. That word is going to be good. Now, I'm going to give you an example because this might sound a little bit, you know, like like a former concept to you. So the word for me this 2018 was cultivate. I wanted to cultivate more friendships. I wanted to cultivate better, better networking, you know, friends in the industry. I wanted to cultivate... Um, stronger business. I wanted to cultivate a practice of blogging every month. So you see where I'm going? So cultivate was a good word for me on 2018. So once I had my word, I did uh, an exercise that we used to do in in advertising. I used to I used to be in advertising before photography and when we had ideas or a new client something like that and we had to brainstorm and I remember those you know it was like eight of us just brainstorming and the rule was nothing is stupid nothing is out of the map and my husband is really good at this I'm not as good because I sometimes overthink it which is defeating the whole purpose of just brainstorming so on a piece of paper I want you to write down for 15 minutes you know we're gonna time it we're not gonna go forever just 15 minutes Write down all the goals that you want for your business. Maybe they're really big, maybe they're really small, but write them down. Don't judge yourself. Just write, 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 write. Put a timer. Once those 15 minutes are up, just close the book. Don't read those goals, nothing. Close the book, go for a walk, get some tea, watch a movie. Do something that has nothing to do with your business. You know, let your mind decompress. Now, the way I do it is like about a week, I mean, not a week, a day or two days later, I go back and I take a look at that brainstorm page and I start actually checking the goals that I really want to achieve and crossing the ones that was just like, mm, they sounded like a good idea on my brainstorm, but it's not going to really work out. 
and I cross those, you know, those goals. And then I focus on the ones that really, really move me, the ones that I just want to achieve. This could be really anything for your business. I think this is a very private exercise. So I don't invite anybody to my goal setting, you know, time. I don't invite my husband. I don't invite anybody. This is a private thing. This is a thing between me and my journal or my book, whatever I'm doing. And it's up to me to, you know, make this happen. So once I have my goals, I write them down, you know, like I copied it down. Now I want you to be, I don't want you to get overwhelmed with this. And I don't want you to pick 20 goals that you want to achieve. By goals, I'm meaning like something big, right? There's going to be soup, like smaller things that we're going to do, but those big goals that you want to achieve. Perhaps it is you want to book, I don't know, 30 weddings a year, or perhaps you want to start a new genre of photography. Perhaps you want to grow your commercial photography business. Perhaps this time you want to start photographing pets, uh, or you want to start blogging because you never blog, or you want to up your game on Instagram, you know, those big goals, and I want you to write them down. Now, here's where things get difficult for people. I know for me, it got difficult because once you put those goals down in paper and you read them out loud, it's like a commitment that you make. And it could be scary because let's say, let's take the the amount of weddings that you want to book a year. Let's say that you want to book 30 weddings a year. Once you write this down, it could be scary to see that number. It could be like, wow, how am I going to make this happen? Where am I going to get 30 weddings if this is my first year in business and I really don't know anybody in the industry? How am I going to make this happen? And then this is when people like back off and they're like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Forget about it. And I'm going to move on with my life. So if this is how you feel, I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to understand that there is a process for goal setting and smashing your goals. And you need to trust the process. So if that number is making you uncomfortable, just breathe. Everything, you can figure it out. You can figure it out. That's important to understand. So once you have, you know, you have the list of your goals all nicely in a paper, in a journal, whatever you want to do, now is where the hard, hard work begins. Those goals in that piece of paper are really meaningless. They mean absolutely nothing because an idea without action is worthless. And that's exactly what your goal is right now. It's just an idea. You have this idea that you want to photograph 30 weddings a year. You have an idea that you want to, I don't know, get a studio, whatever the idea is. For the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to focus on that 30 weddings per year kind of a goal just for the purpose of this but you can apply this for anything other in your business so you're going to take that goal and what i've learned from the uh goal setting class is like it's really important to break down these goals into quarterly goals and then monthly goals that's when the hard work really begins so we have this wedding of 30 years a wedding and now where is my calculator because this is not good for me if i say it Uh, that you have 30 years you have to book about seven to eight weddings per quarter and that means that you have to book about two weddings per month so you see once you start breaking it down it's like oh it's not as scary 
two weddings a month seems doable, right? It's not as intimidating as 30 weddings a year. That's like a big number perhaps for you. That could be like a lot. But once you break it down, it's like, okay, two weddings a month, eight weddings per quarter. So I have four months to achieve this wedding. And that's when the process starts working. Now we're going to take, you know, we, we still have the concept, right? Which is 30 weddings a year, eight weddings in a quarter, two weddings a month. Okay, that is still a concept. How are we going to achieve this goal? And that's when you're going to break this down into projects. And I love projects. Projects are so cool because it, it showcases your, you know, your work. You can track a project. You can see how far you've come. You can see if it has worked. And you can tweak and change to achieve that bigger goal. So let's say we're going to focus on two weddings per month. What do you have to do per month to book two weddings? Perhaps you have to blog very often once a week. You have to network. So you need to go out of your house and meet new people. And that might be uncomfortable, but that's what you need to do to achieve this goal. Perhaps you need to run Facebook and Instagram ads, and you probably don't know how to do that, but you're going to have to learn to make sure that you achieve this goal. So, you know, we break it down and then we can start tracking. So let's say the first month goes by and you book the two weddings. You actually book four weddings in the first month. So that's great. What was working? Whatever was working, do more of that. Let's now take it the other way. Let's say the first month was you were supposed to book two weddings and you didn't book anything. Okay, let's go back to these projects. Let's track these projects. Did you do any networking? Mm, no, I didn't. Okay, you need to work on that. Did you run any Facebook or Instagram ads? Ah, uh, not really. I just posted on Instagram once or twice. Oh, okay. Well, it shows that you didn't do your project. So you need to go back and do that. Did you blog? Uh, I blogged once, you know, but I really didn't promote it. I just posted it there and nothing happened. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't do any of your projects. So we can go back and track your work and see the progress that you have made or the lack of progress and pivot, change, rearrange, start all over. We can't manage the goal, okay? So did you see how important this is and how, I mean, once it's breaking down, how it does, I mean, it's not easy because you have to put up the work, but how more effective or how more, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like how you can be like, Okay, that's totally doable. And once you have these projects, you can be like, I really need to pay attention to this part of my business because I am not doing the project that is going to get me to the clients. Or I need to focus on this task because clearly if I keep doing this task, it has shown that I book clients. So I need to keep doing this task. So easy, you know, easy to track and manage your goal settings. Now I use one tool that is called the power sheets. The power sheets are what it is. It's just a sheet of paper and it's by uh, this company that is called Cultivate What Matters. And this power sheet, as I said, is just a piece of paper that I actually um, stick to my desk. Like I tape this, this power sheet to my desk. And in this power sheet, it says my monthly goals. And then it has like a a progress bar that I can, you know, color to see how far have I come in the month. 
It has weekly goals, so things that I need to do weekly, I can mark out as done or not done, and then it has daily goals. So this totally keeps me on track because as soon as I sit down to work, I see there my monthly goals and I see the progress that I have made or the lack of progress and that keeps my butt in gear. I kid you not, when I sit down and it's like halfway through the month and I'm like, I haven't booked the amount of clients that I've been supposed to be booking, I reevaluate exactly what happens. And every Monday, this is when I sit down and I do my weekly goals. So you see like, I have these big goals that I split in monthly goals and then at the end of every quarter I reevaluate my quarterly goals and I again I take track of what has been working for me so I can do more of that I take a look at what is not working for me so I kind of stop doing that so I don't waste any more time and I can also be honest with myself and see if what I've been doing it's been enough to achieve my goals. And believe me, when you have this in writing and when you have the progress mark with like colors and all that, and you take a look at that and you're like, oh, well, I didn't achieve my goal. And then you look at your your piece of paper and you're like, well, I didn't achieve my goal because I didn't put up the work. And I think this is what's important. As I said before, an idea without action it's worthless. And this is what it is. When you set up those big goals, if you don't put yourself in action, if you don't start training, you are never going to achieve them. I like, I have this uh, idea in my head. This is kind of like a personal thing (laughs) that I I wish it was like like a professional athlete. I am really interested in people that play sports professionally because they perform I mean they take their bodies to the next level and they have goals but to achieve those goals they know they have to work and I actually have an episode on the podcast that is how to something about an Olympian mind how to have an Olympian mind and it it was all about like the Olympic games and people think that oh I just want to get gold a gold medal and people just show up to the games that last two weeks and they win gold and like the rest of the other four years they're doing nothing eating chips and salsa at home no they're not They are working day and night to achieve that goal that is winning gold at the Olympics. So I want you to think exactly the same thing. You have your big goal, which is booking X amounts of weddings a year. Now we're going to divide that goal into quarters and months. And you're going to have projects. And the projects are going to have tasks. Okay, so we're going to do this again. We have our big goal, which is we're going to book 30 weddings a year. We're going to split that goal into quarters. So each quarter, we're going to have to book eight weddings. Now, we're going to take the quarter goal and we're going to split that into month. That means that you're going to have to book two weddings per month. Now, we have that idea, that concept, that, you know, that goal. And now we're going to have to do projects. And the projects are going to have tasks. So let's say a project is I need to advertise on Facebook and Instagram. The tasks are going to be, I'm going to run five different ads. They're going to have five different tags. They're going to have five different audiences. I'm going to test what works. I'm going to continue doing the ones that work. The ones that don't work, I'm going to cancel them. So you see, you have a plan, you have action. And at the end of the quarter, you can go back and revise and see where you are, where your goal is, how are you doing, what has been working, 
what has not been working. Now, if you want to get the power sheets, that's also an amazing, amazing tool because you can have that per month, but you can also just, you know, write it on your desk. But it is important that we look at the goals daily, not to obsess with them, but to keep you in track. Remember, this works for anything in life. This works for your brand. This works for goal setting. This works for that piece of cake that you didn't eat last week. Out of sight, out of mind. How many times do we have put things away that we forget about it? So if you have your goals right there on your desk and you said, I, this month I need to book this and I need to do that and these are the steps that I'm going to take and I'm checking daily to track my, my progress and I'm checking weekly to track my progress. If it's sitting right there on your desk, you are going to do it because that piece of paper is looking back at you like, hey, I'm here keeping tabs on you. Are you doing your work? But if you just write it down on a notebook and you close the notebook and you put the notebook away because you don't like a messy desk, you're going to forget about it. So I hope you don't forget about this. I hope that whatever I share with you today, you find this useful. If you have been setting goals, perhaps I give you a new perspective on how to set goals. If you have never set goals for your business because you have been afraid, perhaps I give you some light into how to do it without being afraid. And most importantly, let's, let's, before we close up, let's do a stick like at the end of the year. And let's say that you wanted to book 30 weddings. And let's say that you book 30 weddings. Great, good for you. Let's say that you book 40 weddings. That's even better. You exceeded your goal. And now let's say that you only book 20. It's still good. You did your part. You're going to go back. You're going to take a look at what worked. You're going to take a look at what didn't work. And you're going to be honest with yourself and say, I didn't achieve my goal because I lacked in this department. Or I didn't achieve my goal because even though I did all the effort, this was my first year or my second year and I need to go harder next year. So still give yourself credit for what you're doing. Don't give yourself credit if you're being lazy. If you're like, oh, I didn't achieve my goal because, you know, I forgot about it. That's, don't get credit for that. But if you show up, you did the work, give yourself credit. And something that I just learned recently from a fellow photographer that she's going to be in the podcast next month. Uh, her name is Erica Delgado. She says that at the end of the year, she has like a private party for herself and she writes down all the things that she achieved during the year, small or big. You know, give yourself props for the work that you did. She said that she even gets a good glass of champagne, that she orders delicious food and she celebrates her achievement. And I think this is what's important to set up goals because at the end of the year, you have a paper and you'll be like, yes, I did it. I put up the work. I did my best. Amazing. I learned some lessons that I'm going to apply for next year. And this year is going to be better because now I have some experience doing, you know, things that work, stop doing things that didn't work and I can track my progress. So guys, I wish you a fantastic 2019. I hope that you have a lot of, you know, amazing experiences in this new year, that you continue listening to this podcast and that we grow together. So happy new year. Go set your goals, go get them and let's smash them in 2019. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, 
please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week. Thank you.